you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Living in God's Rhyme, the podcast where we talk about faith, poetry, God, family, and whatever pops into our minds today. Uh, my name is Dave. Uh, hello, my name is Tim, and uh, welcome to the podcast. That, uh, we hope you enjoy it, and that uh, as things pop into our minds, our heads don't explode. <laughs> yours, so anyway, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah, that would be bad. We would not like it if yours exploded. See if I can do this right. There we go, folks. Sorry about that. We're still playing with the setup here. At least I am. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so what are we talking about today, Tim? Well, today we are going to start with poems from Chapter 2 of God Still Rhymes. And okay. uh, it is titled, the chapter is titled, Just a Thought. And I have a note underneath it that says, uh, not long to read, not that long to write. And chapter 2 can be found on pages from pages 11 to 19. And another day I can explain to you why it doesn't say chapter 2 on chapter 2 and why I had to put that note. Ah. But uh, conversation for later. For later? Okay. Well, maybe at the end of the podcast if we have time. Okay. It was. It's interesting because that's not the way I submitted the manuscript. Wow. Anyhow, that, okay. with that said, should we get going? Or? Well, un unless you've got hey, something else. I, I think that, uh, no. oh, yes, for those who are new, thank you for joining us. Yes, yes. Yeah, we our numbers went up a little bit this weekend. Thank you very much, folks. Um, somebody's been talking to somebody about us or somebody found us. Thank you yeah, very much. That's right. Yes. Please, please stay with us. We like having more. Tell your friends, too. So. And I'm off the soapbox now. That's all I've got. <laughs> okay. All right. The first one is called, I wonder what. I wonder what does this mean? Snow falling in a summer scene. Leaves falling from autumn trees. From the wind of a spring rain breeze. Leaves falling from autumn trees. From the wind of a spring rain breeze. Life, so many questions. Strife, not so many answers like a surgeon's dull knife, saving an alcoholic's wife. Just words that came to me one day, and okay. they are the way my mind works, because uh, the rhyming scheme was important, and the fact right. that you, to I always enjoy putting things that are contradictory, like uh, snow falling in a summer scene, or right, right, uh, yeah, and leaves, autumn leaves falling from the trees from a wind of a spring rain breeze. You know, so that just leads to questions, and uh, it does. I think that last stanza is uh, just a reference back to something I'd written earlier, and earlier, and. Uh, it's uh, it's in the book, but a, a different chapter. Right, right. Did you? Uh, I know you 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 like to you you rhyme, and then you're you're trying to bring it into different things. But <laughs> snow falling in a summer scene. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. You know what that makes me think? It makes me think of a painting. Oh, oh. That was when you said that. The first thing I thought of, well, maybe he saw a painting when he or something like that. But I don't know. That's cool though. No, oh, I. And again, uh, this would have been written. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, oh, God's Rhyme was first published in 2015. So if you expect me to remember every little detail of what caused the right poem, <laughs> not going to happen. We're going to have some long pauses in the podcast. Yeah, no, and I we don't need that. That's yeah. okay. I, I'll try not to ask those. Okay. Uh, no, that's fine. Those kinds. Yeah, that's but, good, Dave. That's good. Yeah, I mean, so, but you know, that's still that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, so I'm supposed to remember seven years ago, right? Yeah, and you, well, have, and you, you know, the other, this is now that I'm thinking about it. I took a poetry class uh, in my junior year, 
when I was at the University of Michigan. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that the professor said that that you could do with poetry to make it interesting is to put in something that is completely unexpected. Oh, yeah. Completely unexpected. And and I think as you're you start reading the first part, you see the 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 contradiction in in seasons. But uh, you're not expecting this surgeon's knife. No. So and but so that grabs your attention, and and you're you're pondering the poem. Yeah. 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 So everything you were trying to accomplish, you did. I have a success. It was a success. Yeah, that one definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go I on. Yeah, uh, and just, just now, I'm, now I'm curious to see what's next. Okay, even though and I've just, read the book, folks. Just so everyone knows, chapter two, the poems are all like I said, uh, mentioned earlier. They're all they're all shorter poems. Right. So this is not going to be uh, a uh, extended podcast. You know, if you don't have three <laughs> hours to give to me today, I don't need them. Okay, the next That's one is a good called. Because I hate to say it, I don't have three hours either. Neither do I. <laughs> uh, <laughs> won't be in the book yeah. when I die where will I lay on the judgment day what will I say will it be too late to pray in the great by and by and my reflection on this was it is how God works the title was to mean that this poem won't be in the next book but with God it means if you haven't said the prayer for of salvation you won't be in the book of life Oh. As a book of life of those who have found Jesus as their Savior. Right. And I can, I don't know if I mentioned, I don't know that I mentioned this earlier, but as a teenager, <clears throat> I would always, I would, at the end of, when I went to bed, I would say a short prayer, thanking the Lord for getting me through the day. And then I was, uh, as I look back on it, foolish enough to say, and I hope, Lord, that I can really turn my life over to you when I meet you in heaven, well, it's too late. Oh, and yeah, he yeah, led me to the truth before it was too late. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Uh huh. So that that was you know a double meaning. It's not gonna. It wasn't gonna be in the next book. But you know, am I gonna be in the book of life? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just rereading. I just reread it. And it's just. After the reflection, I it gave greater meaning to me. You know, I just and that's cool. I <laughs> I like these poems, Tim. All I right. Well, words. you know what? I I like them too because they're short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is called Rest. When life has taken your best, take a step back, but don't look around. Do not be do not be disturbed by the sound. For all you ever need can be found, all you will ever need in God's rest. And that's one thing that I have to be cautious of, you know, is when you know, you've had that day that's taken everything out of you. Don't look around and see what else is going wrong. Don't take a look at what the world's doing and and the sounds that the world gives you. But rest in God's rest. Right, and I have right. a dog also barking out my window next door. I don't well, know if, those, I, if that's I, the I, dog I, saying I like it or telling me to be quiet. Yeah, I think that Jen is coming home uh, from somewhere. And anyway, I'm going to mute myself and let you uh, continue on. Okay, excuse me for until they be quiet. I had to reach over and shut my window. All right. Our next one is called Love Reborn. Your love is like a warm glove in winter's storms. Your hand protects me against life's storms. When I feel tattered and torn, you remind me I've been reborn. And I think that it follows nicely after the, the one before it rests. Where it's talking about, you know, when you've had that day where the the world's taken is the best out of you 
taken your best out of you. And uh, just, I've always thought of that God's love is like that. It's, and I, only this time, I've, as I'm looking for rhymes for love, love keeps coming to mind. It's a hard one to put into a, a, a poem with God. Because God is more than just his hand. But his hand is like a warm glove when it reaches down to touch you and grab you. And uh, that's, uh, yeah. in, in being reborn, I don't have to let allow the world to get to me to the point where I am discouraged, uh, depressed, or feel defeated about something. Because I have God. God is God is there. I just have to. I just have to allow His presence in. Right. And because right. it's, uh, I don't know how how other people with faith are, but I know I find that sometimes when something's going wrong or I've done something really stupid, I just I I don't immediately go to God, knowing that I've messed up, and I. I'm judging myself, and I'm not forgiving myself, and I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, I'm sorry for the stupid looks I'm giving, folks. It's just <laughs> the dogs are still barking. Uh, it's getting a little bit better. <clears throat> when I do something wrong, depending upon what it is, if it's that word that slips out or that thought that comes into my head that I know I really didn't want to think, I apologize right away. <laughs> you know, I get right into it. But I'm a firm believer that sometimes letting it rest overnight when you're upset or you made a mistake, it's clearer the next day. So that's just my thought. I don't know. Yeah, I can I can see how that works. Uh... Well, it's just like with your wife. I mean, if you had a, an argument with, with Mary Lou, the next day, it's not as big. No, because right. she reminds me she won. Well, there's that too. No, but but God <laughs> no. doesn't have to. God doesn't have to remind you that He's won. You just know He's yeah. won. Yeah, no. But well, you think, actually well, are the winner because you're better because He's He was there to be accepting of whatever happened. And that may not have been exactly where we were going with this, or you were, but that's kind of where it led. Me. No, no, I wasn't doing that, but uh, it was. It was interesting, and you're right. But I, it just, he's there. His hand is like a warm glove in the middle of a freezing snowstorm. Ice yeah, I agree with it, that. It's, it's going to comfort and and warm your your spirit up. You know, it's that's very very true. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm finding that that now more and more. It's interesting. Oh. Huh. Okay. Okay, the words of, the words of action, our actions silently speak, silently telling the story of who we are beneath the stars of night and the shining sun of day. I pray that all we don't say tells the world of God's almighty glory. May our actions guide our words so that reactions reflect that what others seeing have heard. It's more, you know, it's, uh, you know, there are a lot of things, you know, we're supposed to share the gospel, spread the gospel, talk in, in a loving manner uh, with, uh, with people, with, other, uh, with friends and people we don't know. But I, I know that there's sometimes, there's something that I can say that will make someone look at me and, and think, wait a minute, how did that come out of a Christian's mouth? Or, you know, a thought will come to me that I know I have to just ask God to block it out and tell myself, you know, Tim, you don't need to say anything about that. There are times I would love to shout something out, but I know it's not the proper thing to do because it's not going to be done in a loving manner. And I don't, it doesn't mean I have to accept everything that I hear from people because right. I say something. But sometimes that thing that you that I shouldn't say is a judgment that is not mine to make. Right, right. Ours is not to judge, that's his job. Yeah. 
I don't know that it's his job, but it's what he does. No, it's his. It's his. Yeah, it's, it's up to him. Mentioned in the Bible a number of times that, uh, yeah, and he also it also says, "Judge not, lest ye be judged." Yeah. So that's that's uh, a concern too, right? Yeah, I mean, to me, know, we're we're judged enough as Christians. Yep. And we will continue to be judged. I think in uh, uh, more frequently and in stronger words, but uh, I think, our again, our actions, you know, there's that old phrase, actions speak louder than words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what we, that's just all I'm saying here, is that hopefully my actions, your actions, speak louder than the words you speak, and that those words you do speak are words of love and yeah. not harmful to someone else. Or words of anger, yeah. 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 Huh. Well, this next one looks like you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. This was probably the easiest one to write. Yeah. It's called In My Pessimism. Uh in my pessimism, there is hope. Knowing what God's word says relieves my fears, wipes away the tears. Knowing what the world faces, the places that will burn. Yes, there is pessimism in knowing, but more, there is hope, knowing that there is time, time for more to turn, blinded by sight. There is time that they may be made right. Hope is always there, always through prayer. And, uh, you know, as, I look at the world today, I get easily get pessimistic about where, whereas as a people, whereas uh, as uh, those that was made in God's image and those who have accepted it and those who are just living here, going through their life, what, you know, what's happening in the world? And it's very easy to get pessimistic and I have to continue to say, Remember that uh, there's all that pessimism that surrounds me, and as I look out, it's easy to it would be easy to become very pessimistic and uh, discouraged. But with God, with what Jesus has done for me, I have hope, and that hope tells me I will overcome. One day, I will overcome the pessimism that I see in the world. Right. What the world's doing that causes me to have that feeling of pessimism. Yeah, the world is a is a very cyclical place. Um, and I'm noticing that this is this poem is just as important today as it was when you wrote it. Because the world, even though the world changes day by day, so many things. Happen to create the pessimism that is out there. Yeah, it's, if people weren't as pessimistic, if they if they knew what God's words were saying, like you're saying in this, then mm -hmm. maybe this pessimism in the world would be a much much better place. Well, which is what He wants for us, right? It, we exactly. If more, you know, you look at those who believe who are believers who have accepted what Jesus has done for them. Right. The cross, they are. They are joy-filled. They're, they're full of hope because they know what their tomorrows will be. No matter what the world brings, they know what tomorrow will be, what the future will be, and it will be not be around things that are going to harm us. It's not going to be around hatred and uh, division and anger because we're going to be, one day, we're going to be with God. We're going to be with Jesus. Right in heaven, whether it's heaven above or at one point heaven on earth, we will be with yeah. Jesus. Looking more and more and more forward to that all the time. Yeah, but we have work to do while we're here. Yeah, we do. We we and have I work to do. We all have we all have things that we can do, and just that talking to a friend or just. Listening to to someone and which will open up a conversation that can lead to 
to faith and what God has done for us individually yeah. or what he can just in praying for someone or helping other those in need when you look at missionaries and the and where they go and oh gosh yes I mean you talk about uh, we had a, a couple at church um, uh, the, the woman is a daughter of one of the is a sister of one of the members of our church and right. actually the daughter of one of one of my former bosses also and they were in the Ukraine they'd been there for a number of years as mission missionaries and uh, spreading the gospel <clears throat> and uh, they had uh, they they left the Ukraine after when things started the war started uh, but God had done a, had give, performed a miracle for them and in that a year ago they planned a vacation to come back home at that time wow so you talk about you know wondrous works yeah yeah but you know still you know when they the stories they told about people that they know and what they've heard since are just uh, just heartbreaking heart-wrenching and uh, but they were there you know when things started yeah and uh, you look at mm. other missionaries where they go oh, I, yeah, I mean some of the look at where John went John, uh, John Bolt, John Bolt. I mean, yeah. sleeping on the, the ground. Yeah. Right? Um, in, 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 in a sleeping bag. Cause that's all there was. Yep. A, yeah. It's amazing. So, you know, even, even Tom, our, our friend, Tom Seppo, he went to, uh, he's done some ministry work himself. I mean, some missionary work himself. Yeah. A little different, I think, than what John was doing, but I still think it's amazing. That's, it takes a special person. Yeah. You're right, it does. But, you know, we all have a calling, and uh, it's not all the same for each one of us. Yeah, and um, that's probably a good thing. Well, uh, also, God, God our, our, the works that God gives us to do are, he knows what we, what we can take, what we can handle. He knows what we can do. And and a lot of that, I, I think, believe, I believe, depends, depends on the strength of your faith and maybe you know because I, I see people at church uh, been a, uh, our pastor's been on sabbatical for a while for a few weeks and um, we've had filling ministers or people giving our sermons and the last two were by one of the elders uh, from the church and I just uh, his knowledge of the Bible understanding of the Bible and the preparation he had to go through to reference not only New Testament uh, readings, but go back to the Old Testament to where that was predicted, where it was prophesied, uh, or just uh, it's just amazing. And and he has a gift that God's given him, and it's. Uh, my gift right now is not that. But your gift has been poetry for your whole life. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that. Shall we proceed? Okay, that sounds like a nice idea. All right. Okay, this is the last poem in Chapter 2. It's called Our Loss at the Cross. The cross, not for our loss, the pain for what we gain. We can withstand if we do stand, not as the world sees us, but through the eyes of Jesus. He was raised, we sing with hands upraised. As he was praised, we sing with hands upraised that he might be praised till the end of the day. Um, that's a... Trying to think of how to properly explain this first stanza. The cross is not for our loss. Okay, the cross was not for our loss; it was for our gain. Jesus right. died for our gain, but we'd lost in believing and accepting what He's done. We've lost the 
desire for sin. He's defeated death, to overcome death, and we've lost the ways of the world. And uh, the pain that he suffered was for our gain. Yes. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah. And you see it in, in, in the book. And again, about it. this kind of follows through through a few of the, the previous poems where we can withstand if we do stand, not as the world sees us, but through the eyes of Jesus. So if we, you know, we can... We can stand tall, knowing that everything is going to be okay, not not because of the way the world sees us, but because of mm-hmm. the way that uh, we are seen through the eyes of Jesus. Right, and that's an important part too. There, yeah, through the eyes of Jesus. I mean, gosh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Maybe there's a poem there. His eyes are on me. Ooh, it might be, yeah. I pray that what he that what he does see is not what I will be, but who I am, through the great I am. Well, that was pretty good. Thank you. Now I'm gonna to have to put that into a program to <laughs> so I can get it in the show notes. I will, trust me. Okay. I, we will have that poem in the show notes. What you just what you just said right there. I'll send it to you. Okay. I have the ability, I have the technology as it is. Yes, uh huh. We have that. <laughs> Without you, Dave, we have no podcast. Well, we might no, have. No, we don't. Without you, we have. <laughs> well, we could have talked to Eli and had Eli help you with this, but uh, might be a little bit of a different show with you and Eli. Oh, I'm, and sure you and Eli. I'm sure it would be. <laughs> I'm sure it would. Be. It would be too. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. That might have been fun to see, but this is what you get, folks. You get us. <laughs> yep, you get you get us. This is us. Yeah, and uh, that's interesting. <laughs> you this know, is us, uh, you know, it, it, the, the Bible mentions singing a couple of times, um, and you do too once in a while. It's, I, it's just I, I I think that singing to God is a very good thing. I have been listening to more and more. When I listen to music, folks, which has become less and less because I've, of, uh, I've gotten into the podcast and now I can't get away from them. I don't listen to music hardly anymore. And when I do, it's usually late at night when I'm laying there trying to go to sleep. And uh, <laughs> Just turn the volume listening. down. Yeah, well, I've also started listening to podcasts to go to sleep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, and fortunately, oh, no, I'm not unfortunately, but I, I listen to... Uh, to one of <laughs> to the Billy Graham Society. He, uh, oh, okay. P- Peter Laurie, I think his name is. I couldn't tell you. I could tell you. I have to get to my phone here, but I've been listening to that more and more often. It's kind of uh, interesting, and it just uh, keeps me happy. And it's it's nice to go to sleep listening to the Word of God, Eric. Yeah. You know. Um, and he's entertaining. Yeah, Greg Laurie. I'm sorry. Greg Laurie. Okay, okay. Yeah. Greg Laurie, I'm yeah. I'm familiar with that name, yes. And his last one, the podcast that, that just came out today by him, has an interesting title that you might like. No one is beyond the reach of God. Oh, there's poetry in that one. Isn't there? Yes, there is. Yeah, there is. There's, it, it's... Uh, there's poetry and all kinds of things, and you're the, you're the one that can find there it. There is, there is. Yeah. If, if you oh, can man. say it, if you can read, well, if you can say it, if you can see it, you can write a poem about it. But just because someone says it doesn't mean you should write a poem about it. Yeah, true. Okay. Okay. Well, and that's just like somebody wants to tell you something that you don't want to hear. And you say, I don't want to hear that, but they have to tell you. They have to tell you. They don't have to tell you. It doesn't have to be said. It doesn't have to be written. It well, doesn't have to I mean, be. Just, just because they tell me doesn't mean I want to write about it. Well, there's that too. Yeah. 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 Interesting, isn't it? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, how we got there. I'm sorry, folks, uh, uh, but we're done with that for now. Yep. <laughs> we'll go on to something else. Yeah. How about a poem? Okay. Uh, this is a poem. Uh, from Living in God's Rhyme. I'm looking at my misspelling of the word from. 
and I'm trying to think of what did I write in here a poem that we were going to and fro to and fro well living in God's rhyme and it's on page 114 okay and this is the title is this the human condition and in parentheses below it this is not a question I just wanted to get your attention you did where is God when we need him why has this happened again over and over again we are told you were a good God a loving God who cares for his people where are you in our times of need before our time of need we should take time to read of the history of his chosen ones his beloved daughters and sons in their times of greed they did not see the need to honor his glory and heed his word words that feed it is there for us today do we not know so we cannot say do we not know as he walked away that you despised our way did we not hear that jesus came not just for the jew but also for the gentile he came so that with god we can reconcile so as jew and gentile we are all the same if we love god and his son no matter what we have done his love for us is never ending our lives forever he will be mending with words and prayers not hollow i'm sorry if we love him we must follow with words and prayers not hollow we must be true to him who loves us loves us so much he sacrificed jesus there is a reason us rhymes with jesus but we never learned a lesson maybe because we never read of god's anger over the adultery of his chosen ones with idols and false gods and gods of others that do no good but only harm gods of wood and gold some are so bold to worship instead of everything worship nothing instead of everything gods of wood and gold some were so bold to worship nothing instead of everything all that their god had for them so where is god today as children are slaughtered as lives are abandoned hope forgotten he is everywhere where are we you were good till the last sentence <laughs> well i mean think about it well and this all this what what was just in there all what was in this poem uh, yeah it's uh, could be again written today. written today and be just as impactful as it was back then because it was just a different kind of a a world back then yeah but you know you you always heard you you hear people say when tragedy strikes where was god but it's that same it's, it can be for the most part those same people that don't pay attention to god when they when the life is going the way they want it to go uh, and following the ways of the world or where is god and not remembering that you know when i went to grade school we said a prayer yeah. we prayed in school and we said the pledge of allegiance we talked about one nation under god but that was that's been removed the the prayer has been removed we said god we don't want you around our children mm -hmm. where is and it, it's just evolved and going greater and you know spread out further into the world um it uh, also it's it's amazing those that aren't true believers are the first to blame god if something doesn't go as expected or the way they wanted it or gave them the outcome they were looking for they blame god well and that's wrong that's and you have, yeah and you have to take this back to the garden of eden where adam and yeah. eve rebelled against yeah. god and ate yep. of the forbidden fruit that they were told not to therefore committed the first sin and were removed from the garden of eden and and had to plant their own food grow the food and make their own life i mean suddenly the peace and, and joy and, and fellowship with god was gone and and you look at uh, throughout the old testament when you look at at uh, the jewish believers the what they did and and what what 
God doesn't do it to you. He will allow it to happen. But if you're going to reject him, as, as the um, in the Old Testament, he was rejected a number of times. And, and the Jews, and, and you talk about the time that Jerusalem was uh, overtaken by Babylon, and, and everybody, just about everybody was taken captive to Babylon uh, for 70 years. And then they were allowed to return. There is a reason that, that he allowed that to happen. They were worshiping, worshiping false gods, false idols, and living sinful lives. And you talk about tragedy and disaster. What about the, uh, the flood? You got Adam and his yeah. family and two of every species of animal that were saved. Because no one else would believe... Uh, no, when they, you know, they just made fun of him for making an ark and what yeah. he was saying. <laughs> yeah. So, you're crazy. Uh, again, yeah. God is there if you want him in your life. And you, you go to him on a regular basis, not just when you need him, not just when trouble comes, but when he is part of your life every day because you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Then, yeah, tragedy will happen. Things that you don't understand will happen. But you know that throughout all of this, there is coming a time when God will take control completely, completely, and turn the world upside down. And there right. will be those who will be very disappointed with what happens to them. Oh, gosh, yes. So, yeah, I, uh, I just, uh, as, as people, we've done that. And I was just reading something last night uh, in Leviticus about the, the idols that the, the Jewish people were were worshiping, uh, and uh, how anti-God they were. They were the exact opposite of God. Where God is good and wholesome, this was bad and sinful. Really? Yeah. When you when you talk about some of those, and they they were gods that came from the you know the, the Gentiles that surrounded them in other nations, and when they mm -hmm. would mingle, why that that would happen? But and it, it's you see it's ha it's happened throughout history. It's like it's up and down. You'll you'll have an increase in faith, and people will get to the point where, boy, I really need God. And I, I really know I need him. And then you get him. And people, I do the same thing in my life at times. Or suddenly, one day, I'll just suddenly, it's like I walk away. I walk away and and life turns miserable for that day. And, you know, and God's going to let that happen. I don't know that he wants it to happen, but we're living on this earth. One day we're going to live in paradise where it'll all be perfect, and it will never happen. But right now, we're living in a world that is, I firmly believe, is ruled by sin. And, uh, well, I think you're probably right. God. And I never thought I'd get to that point in this podcast today. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. You look around the world. Look up. Look, yeah. Look, that's the way it is. It's not like it was even two years ago, let alone five or ten. And I, I forgive me if I come off appearing to be judgmental. I don't want, I don't mean to be judgmental. I, uh, I want to express my feelings, my thoughts, and beliefs in a loving way. And I'm not going to judge people for the way they are. I'm not going to condone some things, but I'm not going right. to personally go out and say, you are a bad person. Because I don't have yeah. that right. Because I do not bad really. things. And <laughs> someone could come up to me and say, you're a bad person. No. Show people love. Doesn't mean you have to love what they do, but show them love. Right. Show them the love of God, the love of Jesus. Yeah. 
that's what he would do. Would you do me a favor and read the reflection on, is this the human condition? Oh, yeah, I probably should have done that instead of getting off on, a, <laughs> on my sermon. Oh, you're fine. Okay, this is the reflection in the book. I think I mentioned before that I had no idea what direction the book I am writing here would lead, where it would lead me. Although I talk of reading God's word and receiving the words of the poems from God, I am probably the last person, if I were on the outside looking in, that I would think could have that relationship. It has grown since I started writing this book, but the poems continues to surprise and amaze me. I was reading Hosea before writing, and I just stopped and wondered at the times God's chosen people walked away from him, and then when trouble came, well, you know what we all do at those times. Today, we are in the same place. I had no idea what I would write other than the title. Yeah, but the poem came out really good. Thank you. It really did. And, and that's something that I should uh, do in all my life, all my days. You know, pray, right. and when when something happens, just let just let God finish it for me. Something comes to mind. Let God finish it. Let God finish it for me. My, I'm sorry. I think I lost my voice in those last two words. Well, that's okay. Seriously, that's all right. Um, huh? It's been an interesting show, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Again, it's just um, sometimes this the podcast, like the poems, don't go where I thought they were going to go. No, this wasn't where I thought it was going. Because I. No, I, no. I'm glad it went here. <laughs> was it? Oh, I've enjoyed it. It's been, it's been, it's been a good time. Yeah. And I've um, been, it's I think, helped me. Yeah, me too. I, I, I get something every week out of this, and I hope you folks do too that are listening and watching. Um, I, I, I think that this is a great thing we're doing. I, I like it. It's fun. And it helps me grow in my faith. Um, folks, I just want to get this in before I asked him one one more question. Uh, you know where the show notes are. They're just scroll down till you get to where you want to see us. All the links are down there. Uh, the books, how to get them, how to find Tim on Facebook, how to find us on Facebook, our website, our YouTube channel, on and on and on and on and on. Don't forget to tell your friends and have them subscribe. Other than that, that was all I have to say about that. Unless you have something to say about that, big brother. No, no, I, uh, as you mentioned earlier at the beginning of the podcast, uh, the numbers were up this past week and I, I hope that continues. Uh, it, uh, helps us know we're doing something right. Well, it, it gives us an idea. At least people are listening. Yeah. And my theory is, and I'm, I'm, I, that was the question I was going to ask you is, do you think that people who are listening that this is helping them grow in their faith because I know it is me well hard to say though, I would it? like to be able to answer that question but I that would be my hope right uh, there are pro- I'm sure there are people who have listened and said nah guy's got he's got a ways to go before I'm ready to listen to him or <laughs> you know it's not or it's, uh, you know it's oh poetry you know what that is yeah. See, and that's no, just, just it. Just this isn't your, folks. But you're, this isn't normal poetry. I mean, most people think of poetry and they think of what it was like in high school. Yeah. Or in, in well, they call it middle school now. I called it. We were we were calling it junior high school. And yeah, I didn't enjoy that. Um. I, I don't. Edgar was Edgar Allan Poe a poet? Yeah. I wasn't all that fond of his work back then. Because you're in high school or you're in junior high, you don't want to read sappy stuff or soliloquies that go on for what seems like 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I got a couple of those, Dave. Yeah, but yours yours flow better. I want, I'll tell you something. I, and I've said before, I, I look at other people who are writing Christian books and, and a couple of people I, I know... And I've read their books, but interspersed in their books are poems. And they are beautifully written poems. Very flowery language that I cannot come up with. 
but I know that there's a reason I write this way. Yeah, I think there is too. I think because this is the way people want to hear it. So. I, I'm like you. I'm, I like looking at flowers. We have a nephew who's a florist. Yes, we do. <laughs> he has fly. He can have all the flowery words in the family, right? Uh, yep. <laughs> Some of your words are are beautifully written. All your words are beautifully written, but I like the fact that yours aren't overly flowery. <laughs> Sometimes they're like a cactus plant. Well, there's, there's, there's that. Yeah, there, there, there is that. Anyway. But yours are, your, see, yours, in my mind, yours are thought-provoking. Mm -hmm. And those that are doing flowery ones are just doing flowery ones. Yeah. Well, you know, there's people and, that, there, there are a lot of people that like that type of poetry, and that's, it needs to be written. I agree. Yes. Oh, I, I'll hardly agree. But you're right. It's amazing when they're writing a book, all of a sudden, Poetry does get added, right? Or if they write a whole book of poetry, <laughs> yeah. would be after writing prose, you know. <laughs> yeah, I imagine after writing prose, poetry might uh, be just a nice little respite. Yeah, to, well, to you know, I, their breath. I have one book of prose I've written, and you've read it, and yeah. I've looked at it and wondered about sharing part of it here, but I got to the point where the part that I would like to share would have to be done over a weeks and then it would kind of lose its meaning because it all has to be read together that'd be the first part of the book yeah um i understand what you're saying yeah so i, I have written prose folks uh, but it's not your normal prose either no it's good but not your normal prose <laughs> we're just going to leave it there folks yep. uh if you're interested in hearing more let us know. Yeah. Go to the website, send us something in to contact us. Maybe I'll see if I can it. get it published. Yeah, maybe. That's you up to you, brother. Never know. Only you and God can decide whether or not to go ahead and do that. I'm leaving it in his, I'm leaving it in his hands. There you go. So there that you go. I don't make the wrong decision. And right yeah. now, I'm satisfied with what we have. <laughs> well, I'm happy with what you yeah. got out there. I think okay. it's great. Um, you got anything else, or do you want to like uh, start to wrap this down? We're getting to that point in the day. Well, uh, just um, that uh, this podcast is coming out right before the 4th of July, and I would just like to wish everybody a happy 4th of July and uh, thank those people who have uh, served in our, our military, uh, wherever it might be around the world, for their service. And uh, I just hope and pray that our celebration is uh, for the right reason. It's uh, not just to have a loud party, but to be thankful for uh, for the country we live in. Yeah, and uh, the fact that God has helped us get to where we are. Mm -hmm. Also, if you're listening to us from another country, um, again, thank you for listening. The Fourth of July may not mean a whole lot to the people in England. <laughs> But, you know, I can't tell you how many people, including myself, watched the last thing about the Queen, which was just a little while about a while ago, where she, what she's been in, she's been the Queen for like, what, eight, 70, 80 years? I find that, I find that interesting and cool as can be. I really do. But anyways, I digress. Okay. I do. But yeah, happy 4th of July, folks, for, the, for those of us in America. Again, yes, thank all those who have served and who are going to serve in their families. Could be because I'm a firm believer that families serve as much as the soldier, mm -hmm. just in a much, much different way. And with God, we're going to get through this. So I'm, okay. I'm good, bro. You ready to close in prayer? I am. I am. All right. Let's start this then. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer as we end today's podcast. Dave and I thank you for your leading us through the day and into tomorrow. We pray that today has been pleasing to you and honors your glory. Lord, as America prepares to celebrate its birth on the 4th of July, we pray for a mighty work in our nation. We are filled with unbelief, having in word and action told you that we do not want what you have for us. 
And then there are the times we ask, where are you? Why did you allow something horrific to happen? Lord, we pray as we celebrate this, this July 4th that we find reasons to celebrate you and the protection you have in the past covered us with. Father, may the blood of Jesus cover every Christian believer as we proclaim our faith and lovingly share you and Jesus as you call us to. May we become that shining city on a hill in this world. We also pray for our listeners and viewers for their needs, healing, and the salvation of those who have not yet accepted the gift of your grace by faith. We pray, Lord, for this world in which we live. Father, as Christians, lead us to proclaiming the gospel wherever we are. May we do so in a loving way. Lead us to the truth of the days we are living in. We pray for the nation of Ukraine and its people, its leaders, those who have fled the country to find safety, those who are still trying to leave the country, and those who are staying to fight the invading army of their enemy. May their faith and determination be an example for the entire world. Dear Lord, prepare us and our listeners and viewers for this coming week. We pray that it is you we live for and you who leads us. As we walk with you this week, may it be your hand clasped around our hand so we may feel the grasp of your love. We pray in the name of Jesus, our Savior and Redeemer. Amen. Amen. And folks, if you give him the times, as you live, his word rhymes. And don't forget, we are the king's kids, and you will never get rid of us, for we are his with Jesus. God bless, and have a great weekend and a great week. Have a great weekend, folks. Be safe. Bye now. Bye.